Thank you for telling me about Danny. He's going to do it for two C notes. Perfect. You're the best. Now, he's on a house call. You're on a house call? Right. You got another one. My girlfriend, Angela's aunt. It's going to be a while, darling. I got to call you back. I got to get a new phone. Where do I get a new phone? My name is Doris Virginia Amen. I have been a licensed funeral director since 1980. I own a Polish funeral home in a mixed bag neighborhood and have been so for the last 32 years, which is hard for me to fathom, but true. Seen it all, done it all. What a roller coaster. You hear of people who have pretty much supposedly passed over and it wasn't their time and they were miraculously brought back through medical means, such as CPR, paddles and electrodes and nitroglycerin, and they have been interviewed and have told their stories. So a lot of scientists and biochemists will say that that's all hogwash. When you take your last breath, it's an imbalance in the brain. It could be like you're hallucinating this stuff and you really didn't see and you really didn't hear. And it could be chemical or hormonal or enzymatic, but it really didn't happen, but you think it did. So you hear of all these stories, who sees their brother on the other side who passed before them and whatever. I read so many of these stories. Who goes through the tunnel? Who sees the light? Who sees people in these wonderful, beautiful, euphoric paradises or Edens that apparently no language can ever describe, not one word in any language. All of these people are from different cultures, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different religions, yet basically the stories are the same. So I can understand the scientists' opinion. However, there was one story I read that blew my mind and changed my mind forever. And that was of this gal in her late 70s who flatlined on the operating table. And in her case, she rose above her body and she looked down and she saw all of the people trying to get her heart to resuscitate on that operatory. She described it in great detail with 100% accuracy. The genders, the clothing they wore, the colors they wore, the machinery that surrounded her, and they got her back into the body that did not want to sustain her at that time. And subsequently, weeks later, she was interviewed. And I would like the biochemist to explain to me how did she see if she was blind from the age of 18. Thank you. Because on the other side, you don't need the eyes to see, you don't need the ears to hear. The deaf can hear, the lame can walk, and all the maladies that kill us, the heart disease, cancer, the COVID-19, the Alzheimer's, the renal failure, the diabetes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all left behind the body that we no longer need anymore. And the spirit set free. Apparently, everybody's happy up there. And I would like the biochemist to explain to me how the hell am I going to get along with my ex-husband? In 2005, I lost my partner, pancreatic cancer. He was 50 years old. And we often talked about his demise because he knew that his time was limited. And I said to him, if you could give me a sign from the other side. 
and he gave me so many signs, I eventually ended up telling him, go to your sisters, they think I'm nuts. Soon as he passed away, the hardest thing for me to do was to dislodge my hand from his. We must have held him for 20 minutes until this huge bang came out of my radiator. And it startled us. And it was like, okay, we gotta do this. I was his rock until he died, and then all bets were off. But I still had the head to know that I had to give him his send-off that he wanted. Pictures started coming off walls. Things started disappearing. Things that I couldn't find in years were starting to appear out of nowhere, like where the hell was this that I was looking for forever? When we were at the funeral home that I rented out in Huntington, he was talking to his sister a couple of days prior to his passing, and he was on the fentanyl patches, and, you know, you thought he was hallucinating, but he kept talking about this oil painting. We had no clue what he meant. And when we went to the funeral home to select the room that we were going to have the visitation in, because his family was from Long Island, the director says, I want to show you the new room. It's by the parking lot where he had his car collection. Funeral director, he knew from car shows because he was also a collector of English sports cars. And when I went into the room, which overlooked the parking lot with the old cars in it, he says, by the way, we just picked up this oil painting above the fireplace. And I looked at Adrian and I said, we're using this room. And that was the oil painting. Who knew? It wasn't that much of a coincidence. At church, when his car collection was mentioned by the priest during the homily and the eulogy, one of the lights sparked and there was like a bang. It like blew out. And I just looked at his sisters and I go, yeah, he's, he's here, he's doing a number on us. So many things happened, it was just incredible. One thing after another, after another, and it was not that coincidental. A couple of weeks later, I'm at home and I had to go out on the balcony and I was fixing something in preparation for putting everything wintered away. And all of a sudden, a seagull lit on the balcony railing. That never happened before, never happened since. They're asocial birds. And I looked at this bird, which was maybe five feet away from where I was sitting, and I said, it's you, isn't it? And I'm having a conversation with a seagull. And I just knew it was him. He had transformed into that bird, and we had a nice little five, 10-minute conversation. And I said, I know you're okay. You could leave. Once again, we will see each other. When my time comes, I'll be okay. And he shit on the balcony and left. He left me a calling card. I'll never forget it. And I was okay after that. Hello? Hello, this is John from Star. Yes, dear. I left a message on, on the other number, but just want to make sure that you got it, that uh, I'll be there tomorrow morning. Oh we'll see you in my fuzzy slippers tomorrow morning. Just give me a John call and no yeah. problem. 
Very good. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Awesome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.